All right, everybody. We're doing starts of the week and sits of the week. We got a long list here, so let's just jump into it. QBs, guys, you can start. Baker Mayfield versus Dallas. Dallas has been giving up a lot of points to the QBs. Ryan Fitzpatrick versus Seattle. I think you got to ride that hot wave. Seattle has some guys missing on defense like Jamal Adams, like Jordan Brooks. I think you can start Fitzpatrick this week. you got to ride the hot hand because he's not going to be starting too much longer. Last guy, Matt Stafford. He's been a must-sit for me the last couple weeks, but he's going up against New Orleans, and New Orleans is giving up a lot of points to the quarterbacks, and they got Galladay back. We'll, we'll see. The Saints' defense has not looked like we thought they would look like at the first three games of the season, so I think Stafford is a good start going up against the defense. It's giving up a lot of points to the quarterbacks. Okay, from a super flex, I'm a two QB guys. Two guys I got here, Nick Mullins versus Philly. Now that's assuming that um, Jimmy G doesn't play, but he hasn't really been practicing. So I think Nick Mullins is a good start for one more week, and then he's probably not going to be playing again the rest of the season. Second guy, Kirk Cousins going up against Houston. Houston has been a little bit above middle of the road as far as like giving up points to the quarterbacks. So I think that Kirk Cousins is someone you can pick up and start is available in a lot of leagues. And with Justin Jefferson's coming out party, I feel like there's just going to be better things for the Minnesota offense moving forward. All right, let's jump into some running backs. First guy, Drake versus Carolina. Everybody has balled out against Carolina. Just remember that. If you have a running back versus Carolina, you play that motherfucker. Drake is going to ball out. I'm calling it top five week for him this week. Second guy, undrafted free agent James Robinson making the list as a must start going up against Cincinnati. Now, Cincinnati, you can beat them through the, you can beat them on the ground and they're a little bit harder to beat through the air. So I think knowing that Minshew will probably be playing a little bit safe. They're probably going to lean a little bit more on Robinson, try to limit Minshew's exposure and not try to have him look like he looked last week versus the Dolphins. And the way you do that is you lean on your running back like James Robinson. Last guy here, Nick Chubb. So he was one of my sits of the week last week, and he ended up kind of burning me on that. Kareem Hunt has been limited. Well, he's been out the first two, um, first two days of practice. Today's Friday, and he was limited at practice. But I feel, still think that Nick Chubb is the play this week versus Dallas. I know there's a lot of people who have Nick, Jub Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt on the same team. I still think you fire up both guys, but I'm just a little bit more confident in Nick Chubb this week. All right, some RB flex consideration, guys. Mike Davis versus Arizona. They're giving up a lot of points to the running backs as far as, like, guys who are catching passes. So I think that Mike Davis is a really safe start this week in your flex. Jarek McKinnon, all signs are pointing to he's going to play and Mostert's not going to play. So I think he is a must start, assuming that Mostert does not play, going up against the Eagles. Last guy here, a little bit nervous about the Tampa Bay running game, but Leonard Fournette has already been ruled out. So I think Ronald Jones is a decent flex play this week. For those of you who hung on to him in deeper leagues, I feel that this is the week that you can play him. They're going up against the Chargers, and we know that they're going to lean on the run a tiny little bit. They always seem to, to get that play action rolling, and they're without Chris Godwin. So Got to think that Ronald Jones is going to be a little bit more involved this week with no Godwin and no Fournette. So roll them out there in your flex. Okay, some wide receiver plays that I like this week. Robert Woods going up against the Giants. Now, he had a tough matchup last week. 
still had a ball in game. I think that this week he eats way more than he ate last week going up against the Giants. I think you got to roll out Robert Woods. He's going to finish right around top five wide receiver this week going up against the Giants. They're going to be putting a whooping on the Giants. Julio Jones. He's going to play. He's, he practiced Thursday. He practiced today. He's going to practice tomorrow. All signs are pointing towards Julio playing. I would play him on Monday night and know that he's going to ball out. Keenan Allen, someone who was on my list last week, and I want to make sure that I double down on that because Herbert loves Keenan Allen. Loves Keenan Allen. What do you have, 16 or 17 targets last week? Like he knows who the alpha is amongst those wide receivers, and he is hitting him often. Keenan Allen is in love with Herbert because he's never had this amount of time with Phillip Rivers to be able to do the shit that he's done to the DBs that he's faced. Keenan Allen, fire him up. Okay, I got a handful of flex guys here from my wide receivers. Start with Hunter Renfro. They got a bunch of injuries on that wide receiver core. There's no Edwards this week, no rugs. Renfro last week with Waller being shut down a little bit, he was the favorite target of Carr. And even though Waller is going to have a nicer game this week than he did last week, I still feel like Renfro is going to be one of his favorite targets, worth a pickup, worth a flex play. Tyler Boyd versus Jacksonville. You got to love the amount of work that he's been getting. Him and T. Higgins are decent flex plays this week. I am fully out on A.J. Green. You'll see that in the sit section coming up next. But Tyler Boyd versus Jacksonville. Fire him up in your flex. Devontae Parker versus Seattle. Seattle's been giving up a ton of points to the wide receivers. I feel like this is going to be Devontae Parker's coming out party. I mean, last week he did okay, but now one week removed from that injury. I don't think he has any injury designation on his hamstring. Could still hobble him a little bit, but this is going to be a high-scoring affair versus Seattle. Got to get him in your lineup in the flex. Okay, now two guys, kind of a, a combo here, Miko Hardman and Sammy Watkins. Now, the reason why I'm bringing up these guys, I think they're both decent flex considerations this week. They are going up against New England. New England always shuts down Tyreek Hill. They always shut him down and take him out of the game. So I really think Miko Hardman and Sammy Watkins are the ben beneficiaries of this kind of treatment towards Hill. We know that Kelsey is going to get his. It may be one or the other. It may be a combination of both. But if you have Miko Hardman or Sammy Watkins, I feel like you can start both of those guys in your flex. There will be very decent plays. But I'm leaning on Hardman a little bit, a little bit more out of the two. Last guy here, MJJ, Marvin Jones Jr., going up against New Orleans. Now, we know Lattimore is going to be on Galladay, so that should mean more volume for Marvin Jones Jr. He hasn't been the most solid guy, you know, in these first couple weeks. A lot of it was due to Galladay being out. I think that this week is the week that you can play him. New Orleans gives up a lot of points to the corner, quarterbacks, wide receivers, and tight ends, and I feel like Marvin Jones Jr. is a solid flex play this week. Last guy. Sorry, Marvin Jones wasn't the last guy. Justin Jefferson versus Houston. We saw his coming out party last week. Roby, he's going to be covering Thielen for most of the game, if not the whole game. So Justin Jefferson is going to have the better matchup of the, the two wide receivers in Minnesota. And I think that just helps his volume enough to make him a nice flex. First guy here on the tight ends, TJ Hawkinson going up against New Orleans. New Orleans is giving up. They are the number 32 team against the tight end, so you got to get Hawkinson in there and play the numbers. 
Second guy, Zach Ertz. I know it's kind of obvious, but there's a lot of people asking, should I start him going up against San Fran, a little bit of a tougher defense? They don't have anybody there. you got to go to Zach Ertz. They are going to force feed him. Last guy for the tight ends, Dalton Schultz versus Cleveland. We know Cleveland has a history of giving up a lot of points to the tight end. I feel like Schultz, he had a really tough matchup going up against Seattle last week. This is going to be a nice bounce back game for him. Okay, now a couple streamer tight ends that I think you can pick up. Jimmy Graham versus Indy. Indy, they have really tough cornerbacks, and I feel like Jimmy Graham's just going to be the beneficiary of getting more targets. Doubt he's going to have two touchdowns again like he had last week, but I think he is a decent streamer. Mo Ali Cox, last guy here. Been rolling the dice on him last couple weeks, and it has paid off. I think that it pays off one week again in Chicago. This is only for people who need a really deep dive at tight end, so I think Mo Ali Cox is one of those guys. Now, my deep dive sneaky play of the week, I mentioned him in my flex considerations. Me, Cole Hardman, going up against New England. I think he has a really good game because New England always shuts out Tyreek Hill, and I feel like they're going to be doing the same thing. That's one of the things that they really key in on when it comes to um, scheming against the Chiefs is trying to take Tyreek out of the hill. They're... When New England schemes against the Chiefs, they're always scheming against Tyreek Hill and trying to take him out of the game. Let's hop into the sits. I'm just going to run through these really quick. QBs, Newton, Minshew, Murray. The reason I got Murray on here is because you can beat Carolina so bad on the ground that I think we got to temper expectations on Murray, and we got to take a slight step back because if Drake just goes out and destroys Carolina like everybody else has, why do they need to have Murray going out there and doing as much work? They can take it easy on him. They can get ready for a bigger game next week when they're going to need him a little bit more. And Murray is someone I'm pumping the brakes on. You still have to have a good option to sit him. So he's uh, one of my more temper expectations on the week. Running backs, Gurley, Gaskin, Mixon, so Gaskin didn't have the best game last week. I mean, as far I mean, he averaged three yards a carry. He got 22, you know, touch or 22 rushes, but only 60 something yards going up against Seattle, which is way tougher on the ground. I feel like Gaskin pumped the brakes on him, and then Mixon, last guy here versus Jacksonville. You can throw on them a lot easier than you can run on them. I mean, Gaskin, they showed last week as much volume as they gave him. It's not like he put up that great of a game. He did get vultured, you know, by Jordan Howard. If he would have punched in that second touchdown, you know, maybe that's a little bit different. Now let's get to the wide receivers. Talked about Tyreek Hill a little bit earlier. I know it's tough to sit Tyreek Hill. You got to have a really good option to sit him. But New England always takes him out of game, so I'm really pumping the brakes on him. And if I'm playing Tyreek Hill, I'm making sure to load my roster with some high upside guys because you will need it. A.J. Green, T.Y. Hilton, two guys. They were on my sits of the week last week. We're carrying over to this week. A.J. Green versus Jacksonville. T.Y. Hilton versus Chicago. I'm out on both of these guys. T.Y. Hilton doesn't have the rapport with Phillip Rivers. A.J. Green we can already see he's losing snap counts. They're getting Boyd involved. They're getting Higgins involved more. Sit both of these guys. They're both borderline droppable. Last position, tight ends. Austin Hooper 
Hayden Hurst, Mike Gusecki, three guys that I do not think should be in your lineups this week. Hayden Hurst, he did all right last week um, with Julio Jones out and uh, Russell Gage went out. But everyone's going to be playing this week as far as what it looks like. They got that extra day of rest. So Hayden Hurst uh-uh. and Gusecki going up against Seattle. Seattle is tough versus the tight end and the running back. So I am out on Gusecki this week. All right, guys, thanks for joining me. Money making moves. Week four starts and sits. Make sure you like me on YouTube, Fantasy Football Hustler. Make sure you engage with me there. I'm trying to beef up the numbers. Help me get to that 1,000 subscribers. That's what I'm really shooting for right now. Grown a lot in the last week. Help me grow and grow and grow and grow. Let's get it. YouTube, Fantasy Football Hustler. Go look at the Linktree link. If you're not on YouTube right now, go click that. Follow me everywhere on social media, especially Patreon. You can get there for a dollar. What are you going to spend that dollar on? Spend it on the Fantasy Football Hustler who's turning this fantasy dream into a reality. All righty, guys. I'll see you for the live stream Saturday and Sunday. Go follow me on YouTube because that's the best place to get the notifications for the live stream. Fantasy Football Hustler. Holla at your boy.